This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. It's an apology that's 35 years in the making. Later this afternoon, Toronto's police chief, Mark Saunders, will be apologizing for the infamous gay bathhouse raids of 1981. Nearly 300 people were arrested and charged with owning or being found in a common body house. The event sparked a firestorm of protest and led to the gay pride movement, but it also ruined many lives and careers, even though more than 90% of the charges ended up being dropped. Is the apology necessary? And will it help bridge the differences between the police and the LGBT community that still exists to some degree today. I want to hear from you. The numbers 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And on the line right now, I have community health advocate Ron Roseness, and he was one of the men arrested back in 1981. Ron, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Libby. What's your reaction to the prospect of this apology? Well, it's coming a bit out of the clear blue for me. I recognize, of course, that it was 35 years ago, um, and I was a young gay man in my early 30s on a night when I thought I was in a, believed myself to be in a legal establishment and engaging in uh, um, consensual sex, which had been, you know, declared legal as well in 1969. So, um, you know, it came as a great shock to me uh, that night at the Roman bathhouse on Bay when the uh, police, in a very heavy-handed way, uh, b- came, into the, came into the bathhouse and, and started banging on doors and, 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 and breaking doors down and rounding us up and making us feel like criminals. I did not then, and I do not now, feel like I was a criminal. Um, one of the differences, though, Libby, for me as a younger gay man was that, in fact, I was out. I was very comfortable in my own skin. I was in a committed relationship and had an understanding with my partner um, that, you know, on occasion we would go to those, uh, those uh, two, two bathhouses. Um, and uh, I was out to my family and uh, very well supported. But that was absolutely not the case for many of the men that you just described uh, uh, who were not disclosed in their workplaces, not disclosed in their, re- in, in, in their relationships, often heterosexual, and many lives were ruined. So to answer your question about um, the value of an apology tonight, I, I think it's a, a, a wonderful place to start. 
and I'm actually going to go physically to police headquarters to um, hear the police chief, uh, Mark Saunders, deliver the apology. But I really think it's uh, just a start. Now, uh, what, what, um, what kind of a work were you doing at the time, and did that arrest have any ramifications on your work life? Well, in, in my case, it did not. I was self-employed in, in, in a business and with a partner uh, who also happened to be gay. So, no, it did not have those ramifications on my life. But that was simply not the case for um, many other people who were arrested. Uh, they were exposed in workplaces where they were not disclosed, where they were not, yeah, they were, yeah, outed in, in workplaces where they had not self-disclosed. Um, and as a result, uh, many people lost their jobs. So if the police chief is going to uh, talk about an apology and I say it's just a start, um, I'm thinking that um, there's a lot more that we need to be talking about um, in terms of um, uh, pardoning people who got criminal records. Um, I was one of the few people actually at the time who actually got a conviction and paid a fine. Um, I didn't end and, up personally with a criminal record, but some people did. Those seemed to be expunged. So, so really? Uh, because most of those charges were dropped. Many were dropped, but not all. And so I'm just wondering, because it's hard for me to know, you know what happened to everyone, but I think that there were other wrongs done at the time, whether it left people with a criminal record or whether it caused them to lose their jobs, that those things also need to be addressed uh, post-pardon. Okay, uh, Ron, I'm just going to give the numbers out again because I want to hear from our listeners on what they think of this. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, we're talking about the apology that is to come from Police Chief Mark Saunders for the gay bathhouse raids, the infamous gay bathhouse raids of 1981. Um, a lot of very bad things happened. It ruined people's lives. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people who credit that event with sparking the entire gay pride movement uh, that led to a lot of good things for people in the LGBT community. Uh, Ron, there are there are people who are saying, you know what, um, this happened a long time ago. Uh, we are now in a culture of apology. And uh, this is, you know, an example of, of political correctness. What do you say to those people? Well, you know, I, I think an apology is a, is a fair place to begin. And I, I, I do worry as well that uh, we're living, you know, be starting to live with too, too many petitions and too many apologies. I, I understand that. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, if uh, it can begin, be the beginning of a dialogue, then it could be and should be an opportunity for us to uh, talk about ongoing police practices, um, which continue to um, uh, criminalize uh, vulnerable people, not just from the LGBT community, but also from other, you know, racialized communities um, uh, where uh, police tactics are very much a part of the conversation today. Um, and then beyond that, Libby, um, there are still laws on the books that that uh, that we need to continue to fight to have repealed uh, those of us in the gay community. Such as? Well, there are laws about, you know, whether the law about the common body house. I don't I think that law should be repealed altogether. Um, and uh, that law contains a section with a 
description of what constitutes indecent behavior, and that section is very unclear. We we don't have a clear sense at all of what might constitute Aren't indecent behavior. Are you getting behavior. into the area of prostitution laws? Right. Uh, right. Okay, but yeah. I also and, want to mention a law which actually continues to penalize LGBT for uh, for for certain types of uh, sexual intercourse um, uh, uh, by uh, prescribing, uh, depending on the province and the jurisdiction, different ages uh, for engaging in certain types of sexual practices. And those laws really should be the same for everyone. So there's still a lot of work to be done. And an apology, again, is just uh, just a starting point. Yeah. Um, uh, so, again, when you were, you know, in these bathhouses back then, you thought it was a safe space. Uh, do you think they're safe spaces, spaces now, especially in the wake of the Orlando shootings? Well, I, I think you draw a really good parallel, uh, sadly, to the horrible massacre in, in, in Orlando, because over the years, um, gay people have needed uh, to have access to safe spaces to gather. Um, and the bathhouses were a bit of a community center of a sort as well. Not everybody went there for sex, although that was the, um, you know, that was the prime, um, the prime objective. But often, back in the day, friends gathered and there were places where we could, you know, watch television or hang out. Um, so we had our, we have our, we have our um, LGBT gay bars. Um, and um, we have always uh, needed to feel safe in those places. And when you draw a line from 1981 in the bathhouse raids right through to Orlando, you can still see just how tenuous it can be uh, in terms of um, the ability of either the police or uh, a lone gunman to um, wreak havoc in those space, safe spaces. Okay. Uh, Ron, we have to take a quick break. I'm going to give the numbers before we go. We're talking about uh, the forthcoming apology for uh, the infamous gay bathhouse raids back in 1981. And obviously everyone who was involved in that is now a Zoomer and uh, presumably has waited a long time for that apology. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.